Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset, WBEZ's show for news, politics, culture, and more. Mayor Lori Lightfoot is disputing reports that her Invest Southwest initiative has been more talk than action. The plan was first announced nearly three years ago as residential and business development investments in Chicago's traditionally underserved communities. Her comments came yesterday at a groundbreaking for a planned food hub and business center in Inglewood. Crane Chicago business commercial real estate reporter Danny Ecker recently laid out details about some of the delays with Invest Southwest and what impact that's having on neighborhoods. He joins us now. Danny, give us a refresher of the scope and proposed impact of Invest Southwest. What was the original proposed plan? Yeah, so three years ago, almost three years ago now, the mayor announced Invest Southwest as her broad strategy to focus more city funding and resources into blighted neighborhoods on the south and west sides. And uh, the the stated goals of the time were we're going to take $750 million of funds and other city resources to channel them into, over a three-year period, these 10 neighborhoods, and specifically these 10 commercial corridors within these neighborhoods, because we believe that these are the have the best potential to have a ripple effect, have a spillover effect, and bring more investment and create pedestrian-friendly and more vibrant neighborhoods again. Mm-hmm. The centerpiece of that effort was this series of RFPs, requests for proposals, where the city basically said, okay, we've got a city, most of the time city-owned site in one of these corridors. Here's what we're looking for based on our uh, discussions with the community about what they're looking for, affordable housing, commercial space, restaurants, what have you. All right, developers, what do you got? Give us your ideas of how you can meet this vision. And then they would go through, the developers would submit their ideas, and the city would pick one and say, okay, this is the project we're going to move forward with for these corridors. The first one of these RFPs, they did these every few months starting in middle of 2020. Okay. And they basically have gone through now once they've selected these developers and said, okay, we're going to go through and approve these, figure out how to get them financed, figure out what public subsidies will be involved, and get them to the point where we can get them financed and under construction and and built. Um, and now we are almost three years again since this uh, initial uh, announcement of Invest Southwest. And none of those projects have broken ground yet, have actually started construction yet. Um, and so the, the, the point of what we wrote about uh, last week was that, you know, there is a lot of impact that Invest Southwest as an overall strategy and a vision is starting to make and starting to show in some of these neighborhoods. But so far, it's, there's not really a clear conclusion about whether any of this, these city-led investments in these mm-hmm. corridors are having the kind of spillover effect that they're hoping. I see. And I want to be clear. It sounds like you are making a distinction, Danny, between breaking ground and the start of construction. A, a little bit. I mean, it's a little strange that we've had... <laughs> In the last month, we've had two ceremonial groundbreakings for two of those uh, projects, one in Auburn-Gresham and one in Englewood yesterday. Right. Uh, But neither of those is under construction yet and won't be for another 30, 60, 90 days. They're still applying for permits. One is still, you know, trying to close on the land. You know, and that's not a huge problem, but it is kind of you're going, okay, well, you're you're saying that work has started on this. Well, look, there's still some work to do, and this happens slowly. That's the thing about this is that, you know, a program that's meant to reverse decades of disinvestment doesn't just 
flip the script in three years. But what we were trying to do with this story is to just take a step back and take the temperature to say, how's it going? How How is... Uh, uh, how is this taxpayer money being used and is it having the effect so far that the city hopes it will? And so far, we don't know. Uh, and that, and I just, it's just important, I think, for people to keep that in mind as they think about, you know, the mayor talking about Invest Southwest and all the impact and all the money that's coming from Invest Southwest. Well, you have to try to, with clear eyes, and analyze how much these city-led efforts are having. Yeah. The mayor's pushed back, right? And she's pushed back against the idea that this initiative has little to show. Yesterday at the Inglewood event that you mentioned, you know, she said, folks, there are many out there who are skeptical, who think that we're not actually doing something. And someone actually had the audacity to write. I think she was talking <laughs> about you, Danny. I guess. You know, Invest Southwest. Interesting vision, but not materializing. Your response to the mayor? Oh, I, I well, I'm, I'm hoping she read the story. Um, I, I, but when I saw her comments yesterday, I just thought, I wondered if she had, because if you read the story, the story talks about uh, the broader impact that this strategy and the effort of focusing on these neighborhoods has had, um, you know, in a sense of giving other residents and, and uh, business owners some hope and, and actually helping them in, in some cases with negotiating with banks, getting bank loans to help support their businesses because mm-hmm. they say, hey, the city's focused here. Uh, that's real. That's real impact. And that's a big difference, as my story points out, from the previous administration where there wasn't this sort of strategic and widespread effort to catalyze economic development in these specific corridors. There wasn't a specific strategy. Um, Was there an original timetable? And are we behind on that? I think that's also what makes it hard to assess the performance of Invest Southwest. There wasn't initially... uh, hey, we want to create this many jobs or this many businesses or this many affordable housing units or new buildings. So it's hard to kind of hold anybody accountable when you don't really know what the goals are. Um, That's not to say that Invest Southwest is some sort of fake thing that hasn't made a difference for anybody. It has, and our story lays out several examples, actually, of the ways it has. But it also points out that, you know, I think you have to be careful when the city might say, one number we've heard Mayor Lightfoot mention is, you know, in the past three years with Invest Southwest, there's been $2 billion worth of investment commitments in in uh, south and west sides. Well, if you actually look at that number, that also includes some projects that I think you could question whether they had anything to do with Invest Southwest. They certainly weren't part of these RFP processes to deal with these specific projects. But, for example, the, the terminal project, which is a redevelopment that Morningstar founder Joe Mansueto is backing in Humboldt Park. Mm-hmm. That's a great project. Is it an Invest Southwest project? I think it's hard to say it is, I you see. know. And so I think when you when you're going to actually analyze what were the goals and is this accomplishing what it was supposed to, you have to be careful because if you're putting on your urban planner goggles and doing a fair assessment of this, you have to just look at what the city has led with, what the city has subsidized, not just uh, hey, let's just tack everything else that's a quote-unquote Invest Southwest project onto it and, and say that that's part of the impact. And give us a bit of the background here. Why has investing in these neighborhoods in particular proved so difficult so far? Well, it's uh, decades of, of problems with uh, depopulation, with disinvestment, um, yeah. you know, poverty. Certainly, never, There's so many factors that come into play when you look at, you know, why uh, – 
why a, a developer might not want to put you know go back a, a housing project in Englewood or in Auburn Gresham or in some of these neighborhoods that I think I think get written off probably unfairly with a broad brush in many cases. Well, it's a South Side neighborhood, and so we we don't you know play in that area, but you know you see retailers that will be there you know national retailers cvs whole foods is the one that you know comes to mind more recently because they're in englewood and now they're leaving and that's been a case a story that's repeated a lot where you have retailers that are there for a little bit and they're kind of on public funding life support in many cases and then when that runs out they leave and the impact then on on these south and west side uh, neighbors it's the residents it's it's well it's huge i mean when you have when you have the retail leakage when you want to have a pharmacy or a bank branch or a grocery store and you have to go a few miles down the road to get there to another neighborhood that's that's troubling and that's kind of self-perpetuating too is has been the problem so you know that's what we're trying to reverse here uh as a city with this whole effort and you know it's again you can't judge something like invest southwest after three years in a full way this maybe five seven ten years not even this is something that we'll probably look back on as an inflection point way down the road and say was this a an inflection point for change that made these neighborhoods become more vibrant, become more populated, um, build you know uh, build more wealth in mm-hmm. these neighborhoods, more businesses? And I think that's something that is just important as we analyze how it's going to think. Okay, well, we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars in TIF money and other incentives and taxpayer funder, funds. Mm-hmm. We need to think about: Is this working? Is this strategy working as it should? And that's what the purpose of this story was. So what kind of developments, Danny, do residents want in these neighborhoods? And and do plans for Southwest, in, or Invest Southwest, rather, do they reflect the residents' hopes? Well, that's a really good question because I think that's one of the points of this that has made it hard to move fast. You know, when you're, when you're thinking about a commercial corridor in a neighborhood that hasn't seen significant real estate or other investment in decades in some cases, you know, it's hard to build a consensus among the community about not just what to build, but what to build first. Do we need more right. housing? Is it going to be affordable housing? What's the mix of, you know, market rate versus affordable? Do we need um, more retailers? Do we need more restaurant space? What You know, it, it's, it's very difficult. In the case of Auburn Gresham, for example, uh, the city went through, the planning department went through, gathered community feedback and said, all right, developers, this is what we like to see here. And the the development team they selected came and said, okay, it's going to be an affordable housing project here with uh, some, some ground floor commercial space. And then they went to the community to go through and review these plans. And then the community said, wait, 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 this is way too dense. We need, we don't need as much affordable housing. Let's maybe rework some of this. That just pushed back that project a few months. And now instead of one project, actually two smaller ones mm-hmm. that are a block away just I to see. try to reduce the density. So uh, that kind of that I think showed how difficult it is to, you know, actually pursue something that uh, that everyone in the neighborhood agrees is what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to you, you, it's investment period is is a good thing. And I think what the city is trying to do in, as much as possible is to say, OK, Let's reflect what the community is asking for and, and do a lot of research. And I think that's what a lot of the, what Invest Southwest gets a lot of credit for is yeah. there has been a lot of research and, I mean, dozens of community meetings to go into this. And that's what they have to do to figure out what do we need? What, what's what's yeah. the first effort and what's going to be effective to get more investment? Well, speaking of credit, how are these project delays? I mean, how is the fact that here we are three years later, maybe just two projects just getting started? How is that impacting the mayor? 
I mean, she's seeking re-election next year. Well, I, I think that's part of the reason maybe why we heard, you know, maybe this touched a nerve with the mayor is that we're, you know, a few months ahead of, of the election. And, you know, this has been a signature program for the mayor. Mm-hmm. And and there is there is credit to be to be given here as again, that's what was strange about yesterday. As the story lays out, there's credit to be given to a program that has uh, focused, uh, put a spotlight on and focused more city departments on these neighborhoods than anyone else really did before. Um, but certainly, I think when you look at people looking around their neighborhoods and saying, OK, well, has this made a difference? You know, have we are we seeing real change so far in these mm-hmm. neighborhoods? I think that you will find many people who say, yes, this is developers, community focused developers saying yes. But residents might say, well, I, I don't know. I don't We're know. still looking at empty, empty, you know, properties and look at Whole Foods in Englewood. Are, they're, they're are businesses out. in those south and west side neighbors, are they seeing a boon at all since the announcement, at least, of, of the fact that more is coming here? I think that uh, many that I talked to for this story said that there's a, a greater sense of hope and that the city, to its credit, is, is you know, basically leveraging more resources. For example, the Neighborhood Opportunity Bonus Program, which is a, a, a Rahm Emanuel creation that the, that the Lightfoot administration has basically leveraged to to get more uh, small business grants to businesses that will populate some of these uh, projects that will come together. You know, there's all these different efforts that have to come together, and that's what Invest Southwest was meant to do, is to tie all this together to say, okay, this is not just a one-off, hey, here's a Whole Foods coming to Englewood, and let's hope that it, yeah. it creates a ripple effect. So I think there will be many people that are thinking about this if they're prioritizing, you know, the south and west side neighborhoods as a as a, a, a barometer of how they feel like like uh, the Lightfoot administration has done. Yeah. They might be looking at it and trying to, again, think about, hey, we're seeing some of these projects now starting to move forward. Yes. But we still don't know whether this is going to be any different, maybe just at a bigger scale than what's done been done before yeah i think we can agree action is happening now right no announcement question. last month one this month you'll be keeping an eye i'm sure on on what's next yeah people just want to see shovels in the ground and hopefully we will in the next uh, several months that's crane chicago business reporter danny ecker thank you so much for joining us happy to be here you can read his latest reporting on the invest southwest initiative at chicagobusiness.com This episode of Reset was produced by Haima de Medici and Dan Tucker. It was edited and mixed by Meha Ahmed. Want to hear more about what's happening in Chicago? Then subscribe to our podcast. We've got tons of great interviews and conversations about Chicago and beyond. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.